Hello and welcome. You're tuned into the Embodied Astrology Taurus Season Horoscopes for April 19th through May 20th, 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an astrologer, an artist, and a somatic intuitive. I think astrology is a great tool for clarifying purpose and process, and I hope you enjoy these horoscopes and find them helpful. I recommend that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign, as each will contain different information you might find relevant. If you don't know what your signs are, you can get a free chart on embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For more insight into the current astrology and month ahead, listen to A Great Mutation, the Embodied Astrology podcast for Taurus season. You can find that episode linked in the show notes. For day-to-day astrological guidance, check out my extended forecasts and month ahead calendar where I give you daily creative, meditative, and embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. Subscriptions to the month ahead offerings are available by donation at any amount. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Your one-time and recurring financial donations are also so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. All of this month's horoscopes begin with the same embodiment practice. Please come back to this practice often throughout the month for maximum benefit and positive effect. At the end of this practice, I'll give you specific applications for your sign and other recommendations for moving through Taurus season. Just begin by noticing that you're breathing. Notice how each breath is different. Feel the quality of your inhalations and your exhalations. You might remember for a moment that your lungs are big, voluminous organs. They take up space all the way through your chest. And so when you breathe, you can move your breath into the front and the back and the sides. And your lungs go all the way down, almost to the height of your belly button in the back. And then feel your skin. Bring your attention to the outer layer of your skin. And just notice for a second what it feels like across the surface of your skin, where you come into contact with air, with temperature, with texture. Bring your attention just to one part of your body. It doesn't matter which part. And try and feel inwards. What does it feel like to be inside of your skin right now? Can you notice? Let your awareness change from this location to another. Sensing your skin, sensing the space inside of your skin. Feel the movement of your breath your inhalations and your exhalations. 
try and sense your whole body at once. And you feel all the way around your body. And what does it really feel like to be in your body? Not the language of how you would describe it, but the actual sensation that's happening right here, right now. Can you just be with what it is to be? Here in your breath, here in your body. All right, Cancer. So that embodied presence and embodied awareness is a great thing for all of us to be practicing right now. Um, and specifically for you, this is a great practice to bring into your relationship with um, the elements that you can't control, but that you're aware of. So what you can't control, but you are aware of could include the future. So you know that tomorrow's going to happen, next week is going to happen, or there may be a longer term future that may be uh, related to something like you're working on a project and that project has a deadline in a year and a half. And so you could be forecasting to that end date. Um, another kind of idea of what's out of your control, but you're aware of, um, has to do with other people and what's going on in the social spaces. What people are talking about, how people are organizing, what they're thinking about, uh, what they're judging, what they're liking, what's popular, stuff like that. Now, there's a lot that's out of our control that we're not even aware of, right? Like things that are going on in all kinds of different sectors, in the weather, in the earth itself, that are going to happen and they're going to affect us. But this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that are out of your control, but you're aware of. And when something is out of our control, but we're aware of it, it can often produce a kind of state of anxiety or controllingness or nervousness. And so if you find yourself um, at any time, but especially over the next 30 days, in a kind of forward projection space or projection space where you're thinking about uh, who's out there and what they're doing or what's going to happen in the future, these kinds of things, it's a clue for you that it's time to pause and breathe and check in with your body and get as present as you can. And you definitely really need this kind of presence and this awareness. But there's also something uh, that's happening in your chart right now that makes me think that you might actually be a person who um, might be able to bring this kind of presence and awareness into the future or into the social spaces, into the areas that you don't control but you are aware of, and therefore you can affect. You can't control them, but you can affect them. So there's a lot that's happening right now, a lot of rapid change. And in a lot of ways, rapid change uh, definitely asks us to respond in the moment. But sometimes those in-the-moment responses, uh, I would say oftentimes those in-the-moment responses are better. We make better choices when we can slow down and really check in before we make important decisions. And that process of slowing down allows us to be relational. It allows us to come back to our senses, literally, to be sane, right? And not out in some tripping out mental space. So 
you might be a person who sees the value in this kind of process and kind of idea. And this may be some uh, element of work that you do or work that you imagine that you could do. And your ability to respond to changing circumstances in a creative and innovative and exciting way will definitely be strengthened and bolstered by any attempts or practice that you make to pause and check in and be in your body and be as present as you possibly can. You want to be able to be responsive and emergent with yourself and with your relationships and with the world as everybody and everything is changing. And particularly now, as we're moving through such rapid states of change, we definitely need people who can embody this kind of presence and this kind of pause. And there's something about your chart that makes me think that you might be one of these people who can really be a leader in this area. So I'd love to ask you to set some time aside on the full moon or the day after, so April 22nd or April 23rd. And in this time that you set for yourself, it could be 15 minutes, it could be a couple of hours, try and just take some time for yourself and do an embodiment practice. It could be a elongated version of what I just led or something else that you do. But the goal here is that you just get present. And in that presence, you might open yourself up, open your intuition up and just ask, where can I bring this presence? Where am I being called in presence? And you might be surprised at what kind of answers you get. So just an invitation to bring that little seed intention uh, into a new moon ritual. Over the course of Taurus season, there are four planets that are going to station retrograde. I'll talk a lot about the retrograde energy of this month in the Embodied Astrology uh, Taurus Season podcast, so please listen there or in the subscriber's extended forecast for more information. So in brief, three of these four retrogrades are occurring in the same part of the sky. And for you, this is bringing you into a really important review period, especially where it concerns your relationships, your important um, others, your important partners, the ways that you agree to be in relationships with other people. Um, this includes good friends, it includes colleagues, it definitely includes spouses and romantic partners, business partners. Anytime you make an agreement to be in a relationship that you're going to stick around for, this is kind of the content of the review. Over the last couple of years, I've been talking in your horoscopes about the ways that you have been becoming empowered in your relationship, and this is a review period on your empowerment. You've learned a lot about your relationships. You know something now that you didn't know a couple of months ago that you certainly didn't know this time last year. Can you put it into practice? What have you figured out that is ready for the next step of figuring out? Maybe you thought that you figured some things out and they were good for a moment, but now you actually need another step in a different direction. So from now, basically through October, you are being asked to really check in with how you are in relationships and especially check in with your habits and old ways of being. Now, I can guarantee you that old habits and ways of being will arise. So those, uh, those neural pathways, those grooves that we have, especially when it comes to making agreements and being in relationship and projecting ourselves with others, um, those run deep. They are really deep, uh, often very unconscious, often 
kind of rooted in, um, you know, really intense family patterning or ancestral patterning. So don't expect that the work that you've done over the last few years will now leave you without a trace of who you were before. Um, all of it is still there, but there's also something that's new. And so you're being asked to kind of strengthen these new muscles that you're developing and check in with your awareness, of course. And of course, when it comes to relationship and the choices you're making in relationship and the ways you might be forecasting the future of your relationships or going into some kind of space where you're thinking about what is someone else doing or what are they thinking, da 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 da. Pause breathe, get in your body, and be as present as you possibly can. And from that space, check in and see what the right choices are. The fourth planet that is going to be moving retrograde um, begins on May 12th. So May 12th, we have a kind of shift in energy that for you is still very relational, but I'm going to say that this shift in energy is bringing you into a much deeper relationship with yourself. And the idea here is that you can be a friend to yourself. You can be an ally to yourself. And this friendship or allyship that you have with yourself is going to set the stage for the best possible outcomes in relationships with other people. Use this period of time to really work on your friendship with yourself. So from May through the rest of the summer until July or August, really think about how can you show up to be a friend for yourself? Just like you would do with your best friends. Can you listen to yourself? Can you take your own side? Can you give yourself constructive criticism and loving feedback? Um, take yourself out for a good time. You know, appreciate who you are. And as you work to be a good friend to yourself, you might also get in touch with um, something that feels very liminal. So it could be a sense of your higher self, a deeper friendship with your soul. It could be contact with some kind of guidance or spiritual energy or a sense of destiny. But the point right now is for you to be checking in with yourself regularly and showing up for yourself with accountability. One last thing I want to say is that there is a juicy full moon on May 7th, and this full moon is illuminating a really fun um, and potentially dramatic part of your chart. This is the part of the chart where we find romances and dramas and self-expression. This part of the chart also contains children. So if you happen to be a parent um, around the full moon, we might have somebody acting out. Could be your kids, it could be you, it could be a romantic partner. This could be really hot, fun, uh, kind of big energy. This could also be very intense, dramatic, emotional energy. Either way, pause, breathe, check in with yourself, and try and stay as present as you possibly can with your own needs and desires. And if it's possible, find some way to creatively, spontaneously express your needs and desires. And I think that you will make that full moon work for you. Okay, so I'll leave it there for now. I hope that this horoscope will be helpful for you. 
If you're interested in working more deeply with embodied astrology and this month's lunar cycles, please join me for my lunar attunement rituals at the new and the full moons. These rituals combine deep embodiment practices and guided journeying with creative writing and drawing. You'll also learn about astrology as we work with the charts of the new and the full moons, and there's always a bit of time for meeting new people and conversation and connection. The live online events are on April 22nd for the new moon and May 7th for the full moon, and the recorded rituals are available for the two weeks following the live date. Registration is available at a fully sliding scale, and 100% of the proceeds are given to communities hardest hit by the coronavirus pandemic. This month, the proceeds of both rituals will be given to Seeding Sovereignty's Rapid Response Initiative for Indigenous Communities in New Mexico, where the health and economic impacts of COVID-19 are some of the most devastating in the country. Find more information and registration at embodiedastrology.com in the live events section. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I am sincerely wishing you all the best through Taurus season and beyond.